Welcome back guys. I will give you a quick little rundown on this community call before we actually get started. So here's the TLDR, the Spark Notes. So we do have an upcoming release, which you guys have probably seen the screenshots for. This is version 1.6.0 and the UI is getting a complete overhaul. And with that, we are implementing all sorts of new backend technologies. We actually did just upgrade our box. I won't specify who, but we, we basically are, we have a more robust box now. So the, the application actually loads even faster. Philip has been working on multi-pair, which he references to in the community call and that he's very excited how close he is to finishing it. General front backend improvements, API logging, listener updates, trending endpoint updates, market summary endpoint updates, all sorts of backend work has been, has been done. So in the community call, there is some alpha, uh, specifically when this upcoming release is our time slot basically. And you can also hear how excited Philip is to be nearly completed with multi-pair. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy the community call. Here you go. All right, so this is our third community call. So we're gonna start off by talking about some general topics and then we will go into Sarah will talk about what she's done this month as will Peter and then we will go into the front end team and the back end team and as per usual these will be recorded and put up on our website Spotify and Anchor FM so for anybody who's listening right now you can type questions in the there's actually a channel above the stage it's called community call questions so if you have any questions, you can write them down and at the end of the meeting, we will, or the call, we will read those questions and answer them. So let's get started. Yeah, sure. Sorry, I had a problem with the push to talk. Um, so this month, like every month, I make sure that all of the Keck finances are in order and money is going where it needs to go. In addition to the finances, I, I have uh, updated information on um, coin market cap, coin gecko to make sure that all of the information out there for the Keck team is up to date um, and looks good. And really, that's that's about all I have done this month. Unless I missed something. Uh, well, you know what your your dictation uh, in in the meeting, which is really helpful. If you mentioned like your your grammar checking that you do, and like when we have you know an article or whatnot that needs to be <laughs> proofed, so. Uh, but like you say, obviously the finances and managing all that stuff as well, like the vault withdraws and, and everything else. So it's definitely really, really nice to have somebody that can sort of do those things that, you know, uh, you know, none of us are particularly good at or, you know, so we really appreciate it. Yeah, essentially, I take care of some of the important tasks that would be otherwise burdensome um, on the other team members and prevent them from being able to do the super important stuff, which is all the development. Okay, next up, Peter, do you want to uh, talk about what you've done this month? Sure. Um, of course, there is the usual updating logos, um, which always happens, right? Um, but also this month, uh, I've been talking to TX Street um, a lot because they want to make use of our iframe. And in general, also talking to potential projects on FTM, which are waiting uh, for us to update our, our app. And in general, also exploring the possibilities of, FT, uh, of NFTs. I think, uh, I don't know if you're going to talk about the ideas we have later, but in general, I think uh, Keck would do good if we have the 
uh, if we have the functionality of NFTs. So we could have memberships as NFTs and have some arts with them. And yeah. I think I think NFTs are, are really interesting and in, in what they and like we've talked about this a long time ago, potentially allowing people to buy like, you know, 30 days of subscription to tier two, for example, and the NFT basically imp or self-destructs after the 30 days. So that's definitely a possibility. But I, I don't want to go into too many details about I know that you have some NFT projects that you're working on that could potentially intertwine with Keck and then the Keck Heads thing, which I sort of have been hinting at a little bit here and there. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, lots of good stuff going on. So next up, I think we said front end team. So maybe Ian, do you wanna? Yeah, so uh, the past month, basically, I think a lot of people have seen already the, um, the new UI that we've been working on. That's nearly finished. I'm working on the mobile version right now. And I've been testing it over the weekend. It's in dev and it's been pretty good. Uh, there are definitely some things that I've noticed um, that I need to change. And then other than that, supervising Blajo, I guess. <laughs> I see he's been making updates. But yeah, I think that, that the next version or the next update to the UI should go out in the next couple of weeks, I think, one or two weeks. I think we have a, I don't know if we have a release window I don't know if you want to talk about that, Jacob, but we should be able to hit that, I think. Yeah, I mean, why, why not? I've sort of hinted at it a little bit inside of the Discord, uh, Discord and Telegram, and I, I try to do my best. And, you know, I, I sort of hint maybe at a general time frame, but we can we, we have a release window of September 9th to the 16th, and as it currently stands, we are estimated to make that release window. Um, like Ian said, there's you know some small little bugs here and there, some some functionality that needs to be added back into the application, some code that needs to be reviewed and merged. But other than that, I've actually been using the dev build uh, over the past you know well since you updated it basically on my phone in particular as well as my desktop, and it is significantly better uh, in in almost all ways. Yeah. I mean your, the performance, the the UX, the UI. The favorites, like everything just seems like it functions better. So I, I think we all agree that this next update is is going to be a, a real game changer. And I try, I'm trying to say that unironically. It, I think it's really going to elevate our project. So of course your work is appreciated, Ian, with the, the front end is, is always so good. Yeah, exciting because I think um, this update has been mainly to organize their data and give us more flexibility in adding new data uh, new visualizations and stuff so there's definitely still room for improvement for like speed and, and stuff like that but yeah i think it's it's in a really good spot right now yeah and, and talking more broadly the project and this is something that i've been trying to explain to people who are constantly asking for this new feature that new feature you know and and a lot of the things that people are asking for are you know cosmetic they are fun you know like comment boxes changing wallpaper images and so on and so forth they're all great ideas and i do think that we will get there but i want everyone to understand that you know during year one basically and you know we have four months left in the year we're building the the, the bedrock the framework the underlying core of the application 
And so it's, 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 sort of, it's not pointless to add those features now, but it makes so much more sense to build a really solidified base. And I've said this many times before, we need to have a solid base. And then year two is when I believe we are really going to get to add fun systems like chat boxes, RPG systems, changing wallpapers. And so I just I always like to mention that as much as I can, because you know, like I, I think, um, you know, talking about other projects like, you know, Dextools, for example, I think they have a lot of moving pieces and they have so many users that I don't think they have the flexibility to make these drastic changes that we are able to do because we are still in, you know, the early eras of our application. So it's really important that we nail down the core the base and that's probably the most important thing because after that you know the cosmetic fun stuff you know that's well it's, it's the fun stuff so all right Blasio, do you want to talk about what you've worked on this month yeah sure so i was doing more of a, like uh, mini updates or something like that i was working on uh, filters from for trending and uh, shortly after i was working on uh, adding those filters into the sidebar. Uh, also, I was doing uh, saving mode for the for the sidebar filters. And uh, now I'm working on a new feature. I can't tell much, you know. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> this is all like uh, really enjoyable to work on. And I hope you guys love it like from the community. Yeah, and yeah, it should be our first like uh, visualization that's not a chart. Um, so that's 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 we're trying to move in that direction of having instead of just text everywhere we want to have visualizations because uh, those are much easier to process just by looking at quickly it looks better too yeah definitely and so just so everyone is aware we don't have an estimated release for version 161 uh, this upcoming release is going to be 160 and then 161 is going to be shortly thereafter which is going to be you know, just some quality of life, fine tuning, uh, this other thing that Blajo, we don't want to specify, we're trying to be a little bit vague because, well, you know, competitors basically, but it is a, it is a uh, visualization of some part of data. So we'll just, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Mini update also, like <laughs> something like that. All right. So, um, Jeff, I know you're primarily on the back end team now, but I have you have you done anything on the front end in the past month? I feel like potentially, maybe I'm not I'm not sure. We did the uh, the chart coloring thing. thing. Yeah, so not too much on the colors. front end. It's mostly all been on the back end. Uh, not too much user facing. Uh, some minor design updates, just trying to help Ian out with the UI changes. Uh, made some general improvements to our general process in the back end. Again, like most of it's not user facing. It's going to kind of increase like the efficiency that we release our features though. Uh, on that same note, we also added some additional logging reporting to our API, which make it easier for us to respond to downtime and address any potential issues that pop up. Uh, probably the main thing that I've been working on for the last month um, is we're working on a new method of data aggregation for our charge, which is going to vastly increase overall speed that uh, everything loads. Um, this is actually already finished. We're currently in the process of testing it, uh, verifying everything is working as expected, but it's, it's probably definitely the main thing that I've been working on. It's gonna be pretty much night and day in terms of uh, load times. So I'm kind of anxious for everybody to get the chance to use it. 
Yeah, definitely. And I think anybody who has access to the development environment, obviously us and a few community members that, you know, are in like the whale group and whatnot, but the performance difference is drastic. I think we've all seen it is significantly faster. I think you, you did a measure at one point and you were loading one day and seven day candles and it was taking a solid five to 10 seconds to load. And with continuous aggregates enabled in dev, it's like a quarter of a second or a tenth of a second. So that's something that we definitely pride ourselves in is the performance of the application. But along with that, like Ian said earlier, there is still a lot of room for improvement on, you know, like the front end, for example, when it comes to loading certain pieces and, and stuff like that. So it's definitely a focus of the application is speed because I think a lot of people in the cryptocurrency world are very now, 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 like they don't want to be sit waiting for charts. So as we grow and our user base grows, we're going to try our best to scale our hardware and the underlying uh, infrastructure to meet that demand. So, yeah. To just to mention something else, um, there. Uh, I guess right now the graph is having some slowdown issues. So that just reinforces our like um, idea that we want everything to be like we want to control the back end. Yeah. And have our own data. Yeah, and we, I've I've said this so many times before, and and when you really boil our project down to like why is it valuable, like what what makes us different than PooCoin or you know I think DexTools does quite a bit of backend work. I could be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure they're using like their own Ethereum nodes. They're pulling block data. They are a true decentralized application, right? So they're not pulling from subgraphs. Well, I'm sure a little bit here and there they are, as are we. But generally speaking, like DexTools is a, I think, right, I'm, I'm sort of assuming, they do a fair job at making sure that their application is truly decentralized. And I mentioned this inside of, you know, Discord, Telegram, and I think our past community calls. And, you know, you see something like DexGuru and these other applications that spring up and they have this really fancy UI on the front but they're not decentralized. So as you're saying, Ian, like when the subgraphs or the graph falls out of sync due to performance issues or some sort of outage, uh, everybody who's pointing to them basically is dead in the water. They, they, they just simply can't operate. Uh, so this is, when I talk about year one and the backend infrastructure and the core bedrock, the back end is that core. That is what that is why, you know, like multi-pair is taking a long time. That is why like, you know, adding new chains and so on. But uh, on that note, Philip, if you want to take over like the back end discussion, because we've already talked about uh, general and front end. Uh, yeah. Well, as you said, it's really important to have a have a solid back end. And for the past month, there was uh, quite a lot of updates and improvements done on the back end, some of which Jeff has talked about and Amrik is going to talk about his work. Uh, but for me, mainly, I've been focusing other than the general project, daily upkeep, uh, DevOps stuff. I've been focusing on the multi-pair. And well, I'm happy to say that uh, it's uh, finally nearing completion. And well, it, it, it took a while because we uh, I had to redesign uh, the system slightly from uh, from our previous, how we wanted to have it done, so that we can we can um, truly track all the pairs that uh, that are out there, uh, since that's uh, since that's what people want. 
that's what everybody wants, I guess. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a almost done. Uh, there's, there's, uh, some few loose ends that need to be tied up, uh, and we can start testing it soon on our, on our dev site. And, uh, once everything goes well, then we'll slowly start rolling out the multi-pair, uh, to the production. And I guess, uh, I guess I can drop a little alpha leak here that the first exchange that we'll be integrating the multi-pair with will be bomb swap on FTM since they are such based friends. And yeah, I think, uh, I think that's it for me. It was mainly just a multi-pair. And talking about like the, the underlying complexities of this system, the, the multi-pair and the, the real value of our project. And, and I hope the goal, you know, looking forward the next year, two, three years is to have all of our data points that we pull be directly from nodes, directly from block data. So we're not relying upon CoinGecko. We're not relying upon, you know, subgraphs. People, we, we would only be reliant upon our nodes. And hopefully people would be reliant upon us similar to how CoinGecko, so many people use CoinGecko's API. So I think like really looking forward, I think that's, you know, a big goal for our project is to be a true decentralized application, so. Yeah, and uh, talking about the nodes, uh, we've also started using different nodes for, for our listeners. Uh, we have uh, nodes provided by the Vish. Uh, so our nodes should be much more stable now uh, than we had before. Which is uh, which is great because uh, we we use the we use nodes from a third party provider which have not always been so stable, so hopefully now that will be resolved. Okay, wonderful. So, Amrik, if you want to take over and discuss what you've worked on the past month. Uh yeah. So last month I worked on improving the trending endpoint, some performance upgrades and stuff. And then I also worked on building up a market summary endpoint and also like this uh, new visualization feature that Frontend talked about and endpoint for that. And then updating existing endpoint that needed some improvements. So like this is all that I've worked in last month. Yeah, and talking about the market summary endpoint, uh, that's like, <clears throat> that's the first step towards us being reliant on ourselves for the data. Uh, because up till now we've been, the market summary was, uh, collected from third party providers, which, uh, which is pretty much a single point of failure, which we're trying to avoid. So this is the direction that we're taking. It takes so much longer to build these systems to, to not, it's, it's so much easier to just simply rely on CoinGecko's API. It's so much easier to point to subgraphs. It's so much easier, right? But in the long, like when you talk about turtle versus the hare, the turtle is the project who is building these backend systems. And you know, the rabbit is the one that is using these cheap, dirty methods to collect these data points. So I, I think it's, it's absolutely critical for the project. If we, if we want to be a true decentralized project, we have, we pull all the data for ourselves and eventually I want the governance to be owned by the community. I, and I, I try my best to allow the community to vote, to have a say, and I will always 
we will always make sure it's like that. But ideally, looking forward a year, three, four, five years, the direction of the project would be truly governed by CAC token holders and EIPs and these other more formal methods of implementing change into the application. And when you, when you like zoom out and you think about uh, like a true decentralized project, those are the two things that need to be nailed down. Uh, decentralized governance and you know decentralized application basically and if you have those two things no matter what happens to any of us right and th this is assuming we have both of those things no matter what happens to the team or any one individual the project can live on so I think that's like a really interesting aspect looking forward 10 20 50 years so let's see do we have any other people that we did not get to? I think we got everybody, right? And obviously I can I can speak for Will. So he works with Ian primarily to help design and mock all things artistic in our project. So when it comes to, and this, this doesn't really change, right? He's continuously producing these things. So on a month over month basis, he is helping us with the UX, the UI, the design, the colors, our new website that's gonna be, you know, coming out sooner than later, so. Anyways, we had somebody in the community actually just, you know, 30 minutes ago. He said, he said, is there any way to track FTM tokens? And I said, well, how do you mean like favorites tracking? And he said, no, like if I purchase, you know, zero point, you know, let's just say 50 FTM worth of boo, uh, you know, let me track that profit loss. And I said, basically that, you know, we, we want to, that is something that is planned. So um, I'm hoping that before, the, and this is kind of a big ask uh, from the back or front end team to have a prototype for this, um, you know, simple portfolio tracker. Uh, because I ask myself, like, you know, what applications do I use and why do I use them? And uh, Blockfolio and as of recently, CoinStats is one that I'm using and I'm using it a lot to check my portfolio balance. Uh, so I think, and that's really the core piece that's important. All of the other fancy, you know, X, Y, and Z, that's sort of irrelevant. That's not to say we, we can't do that. It's just the core functionality is, you know, with all of the tokens that we track, let's take Boo for example, if I purchased it at $1 and I want to keep track of my worth and I, you know, I put in $1,000, let me, you know, let me do that simple math and have you track it for me. So I think that core functionality, if we can get that, uh, it would be it would be pretty big. It'd be pretty big. So I'm hoping before the end of the year we can have some form of prototype. Well, that's it, guys. I hope you enjoyed the community call. They happen the first Monday of every month, so we definitely encourage the community to get involved. Come jump in the the stage in Discord, and you can actually listen in and type questions to us, and we will answer them in real time. That's it. I hope you have a great day, great night, great morning, wherever you are in the world, and we will see you in the next Cat Community Call.